as with everything else in college basketball, COVID has canceled this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, uh, welcome back. Uh, Norwood Noise Podcast, Wednesday, December 29th. It is 10 a.m. Central Time. I'm recording here just myself today, Evan Shibble on the podcast. Um, Graham uh, has had to step aside. Uh, no no Graham Griffith today. Um, he's got some travel issues he's dealing with, trying to get out of town to see some family. Um, and our schedules just didn't work out, but we still wanted to keep you up uh, with this Wednesday pod and do a weekly Wednesday pod. And honestly, um, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, very bleak and empty slate this past week. Lots of cancellations, Christmas over the weekend, you know, the holidays, all that stuff. Just not a lot going on, not a lot to touch on. Um, but as promised, this th- essentially this, uh, this episode is just going to be updating you on leagues, new policies uh, across the country, what they're doing um, with new COVID rulings. So I will read those off to you. I'll give you a COVID update on how many teams we have in quarantine or paused or cancellate, you know, having to have cancellations, that kind of thing. And we'll also go through any notice, notable updates, um, any games to the past week uh, that are worth noting. Really, again, not too much going on. Um, but yeah, and then of course we'll end with the Musketeer Minute as always. Um, but just going to be me. So again, totally understand if this is not your type of episode, you don't want to hear me monologue for 15 minutes about COVID and blah, 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 and all that. Don't worry about it. I understand completely. We'll be back next week, hopefully talking about some actual games being played um, and hopefully setting aside most COVID discussion um, from this point forward. But again, who knows? Um, the Omicron variant is obviously uh, wreaking havoc on um, on our entire uh, you know country, our hospital system, our medical system, all that stuff. Um, so again, obviously no one knows what, uh, what could happen going forward here um but yeah hopefully uh, we'll hope for the best obviously and hopefully this is the last time we'll be talking at length um about covid all righty let's get underway here um with this covid episode Alrighty. Um, so first come first, uh, we'll just run through the last week's games uh, for the most part. Um, we did record Wednesday morning last week. So we did have Arizona-Tennessee last week. Tennessee uh, got the win um, at home. First loss for Tommy Lloyd's uh, Arizona team. First loss uh, as a head coach for Tommy Lloyd in his career and at Arizona form. 77-73, Tennessee won uh, at home. A good game, a fun one to watch. Um so that was uh, that was fun to see. Sorry, I will turn off that awful sound. Um, All right, we'll put do not disturb on. Apologies for the notification sound. Anyways, moving forward, Tennessee, um, a good win there at home, uh, and obviously against a tough uh, a tough uh, Arizona team there. That's that's proven to be playing pretty well. Um, no games through the weekend. There were a couple games down in Hawaii, but then again, also two of them got canceled. Um, so nothing super notable there other than uh, BYU getting another win uh, over Liberty, 80-75, strengthening that West, West Coast Conference uh, bid. And then really through Monday and Tuesday this week, not, again, 
nothing shocking. Uh, Texas carrying, taking care of Incarnate Word, 78-33. Baylor taking care of Northwestern State, 104-68. Gonzaga beating Northern Alabama, 93-63. Texas Tech being Alabama State, 75-53. UConn Xavier canceled. New Orleans, Ohio State canceled. Cincinnati, Houston canceled. And Colorado, Colorado State, New Mexico all canceled last night. Those are just top 25 matchups. Um, and then looking forward to tonight. Tonight has a decent slate. Uh, Kansas did find a new opponent playing Nevada. They were supposed to play Harvard. That game got canceled and rescheduled now. Uh, or not rescheduled. They found a new opponent in Nevada. So they'll have the pack tonight. Um, LSU-Auburn's top 25 matchup at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. Undefeated LSU uh, goes on the road to Auburn. Seton Hall uh, at Providence, 6 o'clock on FS1. Should be a good one there. Another top 25 matchup. And then also Tennessee at Alabama, uh, 8 o'clock on ESPN2. So SEC doubleheader on ESPN2 tonight. If you want to check that out, um, please do so. Should be good. Some couple top 25 matchups there. Looking forward to the week ahead. Um, unfortunately, Arizona-UCLA was supposed to be tomorrow night. That game got postponed. Um, looking into the weekend, New Year's Day, obviously got a lot of uh, college game day and football and all that stuff. Uh, but number one, Baylor, number eight, Ohio State, two undefeated teams are set to play Saturday at 1 p.m. on ESPNU. Um, crazy that a top 10 matchup is going to be on ESPNU, but that's just what happens during college bowl season. Uh, but should be a good one. Looking forward to that one. Op- you know, Big openers to the Big 12 season there. Villanova going on the road to Seton Hall. Um, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Um, should be a good game there as well. Uh, so there's a couple big matchups going into the weekend. And then again, Arizona-USC next Sunday also postponed. Uh, Would have been another top 10 matchup there. Um, so fortunately, we won't get to see that one on time, but we will hopefully get to see it eventually. And then Wisconsin-Purdue, uh, another top 25 matchup next Monday, January 3rd. Um, obviously, if all goes as scheduled. And then also Kentucky-LSU is another top 25 matchup next Tuesday, the 4th. Um, as we really start to get into the swing of um, conference play and all that good stuff. Alrighty, so for the COVID update today um, and for like the Omicron variant um, and what it uh, what it is doing to the world of college basketball, um, and this is uh, all coming from CBS Sports um, website. I'm I'm pulling all this up, um, but obviously, uh, and this is you know as of now. Um, but Tuesday of last week, so this will be, uh, eight days ago now. So December 21st, um, big 12, big West, uh, were the first two, um, conferences to walk back their forfeit policies. Um, and then the ACC followed suit Wednesday morning, uh, followed by the PAC 12 and mountain West. So originally what that means is all of these teams were set, uh, having a forfeit rule that said any interleague games, any conference games uh, were going to be uh, a forfeit if one side had COVID issues versus the other. Originally, that was set up at the beginning of the season to encourage teams to get vaccinated, saying that there would be um, less of a quarantine period and and things like that uh, for those vaccinated teams and in easier contract tracing and and things like that, as long as players remained asymptomatic. Um, But obviously with the rise in Omicron and the crazy spreading and and rapid rate at which it's spreading, that has all been walked back. So all of those forfeit procedures have been walked back um, and moved into some a couple different um, ideas looking to reschedule. Um, but as of now as well, um, the Big Ten and the Big East also did the same uh, later in the week. Um, and the Big Ten and the Big East and the ACC as well are the ones, I believe, that are uh, applying the 7-in-1 rule, they're calling it. 
Uh, so as long as you have seven players and uh, one coach, you do have to play the game. So again, that could be everything down to a GA and seven walk-on players. I mean, obviously not a lot of these power five conferences have seven walk-on players, but again, theoretically, um, any seven players that you have and one coach, as long as they're allowed to play, you do have to play the game. Um, so again, we'll see how that affects, you know, looking forward to March and the tournament committee and how they assess those types of games versus, you know, a team with a full roster, that kind of thing. Um, and then also another uh, addition is uh, the Pac-12 is still uh, holding uh, an option to assess a forfeit. Um, and this is a quote from the from the Pac-12 uh, conference committee. Uh, in the event that the conference standards of sportsmanship are not met in the process of attempting to reschedule a contest. So again, if a team is kind of a forfeit, uh, excuse me, if the team is avoiding a reschedule, you kind of saw a little bit of that at the end of last season. Um as teams look to kind of make up games towards the end of the year. There seemed to be a little bit of that um, here and there. So again, um, that is all worth noting. Um, but as of now, uh, there are still only four conferences left with forfeits in play, and that's going to be the American, the Atlantic 10, Atlantic 10, sorry, uh, the Missouri Valley and the WAC. Again, we'll see if that, um, holds true or if we move forward and they uh, look to take action as well following suit with most of the rest of the country um, but again so that is what uh, conferences are looking at right now um, but yeah we'll see again how that uh, moves forward almost 90 uh, 90 teams as of now have been affected by uh, by COVID whether they've been on pause or are currently on pause uh, more than 100 games have been uh, rescheduled and uh, you know or, or canceled for the year. Um, but again, as of, uh, I think this is as of yesterday, at yeah, Tuesday at 7 50 PM Eastern, 91 teams were affected, um, or have been affected or are currently affected by, uh, COVID-19 and, and having a pause and that kind of thing. So again, um, just something to, something to note and really just, absolute insanity that we are that we are at this point again and we are looking at it again um but again uh definitely just something worth noting and obviously uh we hope that this is you know sort of on the men i do know this obviously the cdc uh walked back the 10-day isolation period it is now five days um as long as um, a player is asymptomatic after that fifth day after testing positive they're good to go so again that'll affect um the quarantine period for those players uh, and moving forward, what, uh, you know, how the conferences reassess players getting back in the game, uh, after testing positive or being exposed or anything like that. So again, uh, just want to make this a quick short update. Um, this will not be a long pod. Obviously I know you guys don't want to hear me talk for, for 30 minutes and I personally don't want to talk for 30 minutes uninterrupted, but again, just wanted to note those couple things, big changes there. Um, and two, obviously, notable results, not too many uh, in the last week or so, but also kind of set your eyes moving forward. Alrighty, to wrap up with the Musketeer Minute, um, definitely worth noting, uh, Xavier will not play a basketball game for 17 days. Next two games did get canceled, neither of which were problems within Xavier's program. Um, so that is obviously the, the silver lining to all this. Um, but game uh, yesterday against UConn was canceled, and then game next Tuesday against Georgetown was canceled. Um, so interesting to see, though, uh, moving forward, 
um, how that affects the schedule, adding two more games in there. At some point throughout the year, um, we'll see obviously what happens there and how they set all of that up. Um, but again, yeah, who who knows what is to come. Uh, next scheduled game is Friday, January 7th against Butler on the road um, in Hinkle Fieldhouse. And then they come home that next Wednesday. Uh, first game with students back on campus, must I note, uh, is going to be Villanova coming to the Centos Center. So again, looking forward to all of that. Can't uh, wait to see. Um, you know, what, what the boys have after a good long break could be good and bad. I think, I think, um, obviously the rest is always good and making sure you're ready to go. Um, but also again, that's, that's also kind of a double-edged sword because you're kind of out of game form a little bit coming into a tough road game uh, at Butler. So I'd be interested to see, um, what happens and, and what, uh, is of, you know, worth noting moving forward. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Xavier back out on the court here in a couple weeks, um, and and back rolling again here in, j- in just over a week now. But it looks looking to be about ten days until Xavier plays another game, as scheduled, of course. And we'll see uh, how that works or how that goes moving forward. So, alrighty, well that will wrap up uh, this week's podcast. Again, I know apologies for uh, it being short and being a quick one. Um, and apologies for the for the background noise. A couple of notifications coming in. Not the smoothest podcast, um, but definitely uh, a necessary one. And, and getting that uh, COVID update out of the way for you all, um, as well as you know updating you on the Xavier program and uh, what's going on there. Um, so again, and, and I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, um, but this was worth it. This was a couple of weeks back now. Um, I believe this was. I want to say this was about a week and a half ago now. Uh, but Kiki Tandy is out uh, for the season. Um, he's having season-ending surgery um, per Travis Steele. So did want to note that as well uh, at the end of the pod. Um, but unfortunately, an unfortunate loss for Xavier, a guy that could come off the bench and get some minutes in some important games here and there. So definitely a, a, a depth loss there um, for the Musketeers. But Again, moving forward, we'll just have to see uh, what that depth can bring, you know, into Butler and into Villanova as hopefully we kind of really get conference play rolling um, and get things moving in the right direction for the Musketeers. Um, again, a loss in Nova is, is nothing to, you know, not, nothing to be ashamed of and nothing that's going to hurt your resume come March time. So can't wait to see uh, what the guys have uh, in store uh, moving forward. But again, want to give you this quick uh, update episode and, um, and yeah, with that, we'll uh, I'll wrap it up here. Um, thank you all so much for listening, uh, and we will catch you all again again next week. We'll be back. Graham and I both ready to go, um, and I'll let him have the uh, the bulk of the talking period because I'm sure you all will be tired of uh, of this voice after this 15 minute episode here today. But again, uh, moving forward, we'll see you again next week. Uh, ready to go and hopefully ready to discuss some college hoops, a couple top 10 matchups, a couple, quite a few top 25 games here in the next week or so as conference play really gets rolling. Um, and again, yeah, we've got a uh, definitely looking forward to that. And we've got some special things uh, on the horizon. You know, once we get back second semester, kind of get into conference play, looking to start a couple new segments, things like that. So looking forward to all of that. Uh, but again, thank you all for listening so much and uh, we appreciate your time. And uh, you all have a great day, and we'll see you again here next week on the Norwood Noise Podcast. Thank you.